NFL fans. Welcome into the CSGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Use code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on? We are here. Oh, the ISO shot to start. Woo! Yeah, I guess I did that. Happy okay. New Year, everyone. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Rise and Shine. <laughs> and Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine, NFL. This Happy New Year. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a day. Good afternoon. Good to be here at 3 o'clock, if not at noon. Hey, let's go. Uh, I've got so many thoughts. Where do you want to start, Adam Hogue? Well, well I thought you said you were going to start the day yelling at me. Well, I, nervous. I, I, I need to ease into that one, actually. I don't, <laughs> I'm not feeling it right at this moment. Uh, but I, I'll get there, I promise. <laughs> I am bothered by the lack of logic occasionally at times that's being displayed in NFL worlds. <laughs> Where do you want to start here, Adam Hogan? I want to follow the leader. I want to, I want to, I want to lead. Well, we got, yeah, we got a lot to talk to. We're expecting the Bears to make a official their free agency moves any second now. Um, but that really shouldn't come with any surprises unless there's a name missing from the list like last year, um, which raised some eyebrows. And then it turned out that Larry Ogunjobi fails physical. So it's just good to get confirmation from the team on the moves we already know about. And we're expecting that. We have to talk about David Montgomery leaving the Bears. Jalen Carter news today. He did not have a good pro day. More developments there that we will get to. But come on, we got to start with a development that is right up there with, you know, trading the number one pick, Mm -hmm. sticking with Justin Fields, any free agency signing. But the quarterback that owns the Bears is leaving the division and going to New York and joining the Jets, as you could see in that Glorious photo on your screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a very interesting figure right now because Bears fans want to yell at him. They want to celebrate that he's gone. And there's just still part of me that just really wanted to beat Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform. You stay right where your sorry ass is, and let's let's watch Father Time come and shut you down, and let's get you in Green Bay. However, I get it. It's good for the Bears that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. And by the way, everyone's freaking out. Right? I, 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 you know, Rodgers better decide. Rodgers. I've kind of, you know, hey, it's the NFL offseason. I'm enjoying the drama. Now, now we could get some more drama, maybe. Let's go here. Is this trade going to get worked out? Or are the Jets going to all of a sudden say, you know what? Eh, I'm not doing this. You know what, Aaron? We thought about it long and hard. and We're going with a guy by the name of Lamar Jackson. Good Let's luck go. to you. No, I mean, they're it. definitely doing it now because Aaron Rodgers put the ball in the Packers' court where they have no choice. You know, he, Aaron Rodgers comes on the show today and says, I want to play for the Jets. If he had left it in limbo... That would have given the Packers more leverage. But now that he's saying, I'm done playing with the Packers. The Packers are done play, you know, having me. I don't want to retire. I want to play for the Jets. That means the Packers might be asking for two first-round picks, which you've seen that thrown around. They're not getting that. Because of the contract Aaron Rodgers has, 
they're not getting that kind of a haul because they're they have no leverage in this situation. Rodgers is either going to be traded the Jets for a, like a third or a fourth round pick, or he's going to retire, which will hurt the Packers way worse than being traded. They got a conditional fourth, which turn turn into a third for Brett Favre. If we want to go history repeating itself, I just want will you? This is my first time being mad at you on the show today. Will you admit to the public because you've been saying it for seven thousand years? That Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. Aaron Rodgers is yeah. going to retire. Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. Rodgers is going to retire. And 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 logical people like myself mm-hmm. said he wasn't going to walk away from fifty. Did you watch million. his interview? What did he say? He said a week ago he was ninety percent ready to retire. Ninety percent. So what? You're acting like I was like so off base. Yeah. It's it was it was that close to happening. It wasn't. It uh, never. Yeah. Was. Well, that's easy for you to say now. And oh, by the way, it could still happen if the Jets. And the okay, Packers so you're can't. You're not going to cop to it. No, I'm not. Because if the Jets and if the Packers don't want to give in to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers' demands, and they want to, you know, you know, you know, be mad about this and and play hard to get. I appreciate the fact yeah, that you just stick with it. You stick with it, baby. I'm going to stick with it because if it doesn't, if the Packers don't want to give in to the Jets' demand and the low ball offer, then Rodgers is going to say, you know, peace be the journey. I'm retiring. I don't want to play with you guys. It screws them either way, cap-wise. Yeah, I actually think you're wrong about this. I think that Rodgers helped the Packers today. I think that it now you've created a situation where the Jets have – Aaron Rodgers basically come out and said, I'm playing for the Jets. The Jets have to get the deal done, or they look foolish as all hell. They have to sure. They have to give in and give the, – the Packers are in no rush to do anything. They're not being – they don't. They're not signing anyone. They don't need to have this stuff figured out right now. They can just sit there and wait for the Jets to cave to their asking price. What I'm amazed about, they can, but they also they want to get it done too. You don't want him lingering around the franchise any longer. Like, make the deal, be done with. Right, it. but I do think there's more urgency now on the Jets. Fair enough, but I, I I think after today that's definitely the case. Also, I can't believe that the parameters of that deal were were not worked out ahead of time. Yeah, that is amazing. I, I, I thought for sure that you would have the parameters of the deal in place and then go secure the player at that point. Right. You, Aaron, according to you, you told the Jets on Friday that you're coming. It's, let me check this out here. It's Wednesday. That's two days short of a week. Y'all haven't figured out what the compensation is? Yeah. How hard is that? I'll get that done right now for you. Third round pick. You guys good? Great. Okay, done. Later. That's it. I mean, what else could there be to do? Well, regardless, here's the good news. I mean, that's for the Jets and the Packers to figure out. Good luck with all that. But Rodgers ain't coming back to the Packers. I mean, that's the headline. for If you're a Bears fan today, that's that's all you needed. You got your confirmation that one way or another, he, he is out of the division. Those two games every year that were virtual locks that the Bears were going to lose are now off the schedule. The odds are already out. On the NFC North, the Packers are favored to finish last in the NFC North. The Bears are third, pretty close to dead even with the Vikings um, for second. And the Lions are now the favorites. I mean, this division has flipped. And you got to be happy about that as a Bears fan. I mean, it's just, like it or not, the guy has owned you. And he is now a New York Jet. Now, the bad news is, based on the standings this year, he could come to Soldier Field in 2024. (laughs) I, I hope he does. Hang around, Aaron. Have a, have a great 
Have a great time in New York. Go get yourself a burger at J.G. Mellon's. It's delicious. On Go to the original on 3rd. Go to 74th for Levain Bakery. Get yourself a, one of their best chocolate chip cookies. You keep going, buddy, and uh, we'll, meet you at the, we'll meet you in the Super Bowl in about two years. How's that? There you go. I guess I could meet in the Super Bowl next year. I did. Is there any chance that Why not? is there any chance a surprise team jumps in now that the the asking price for a trade for him went down? So that's what I have found myself asking when that when that came out. Like the Patriots. He said he's going to the I Jets. I get it. I get it. I get it. Because there's no other teams on the table, but I just feel like well, if the asking price goes down, why wouldn't some other quarterback needy team pick him up? Because Yo. he Cause said like, who he's wants going to play to for the, the Jets. He does he's apparently. Crazy. No, he just wants to get back at the Packers. That whole interview was about on the Pat McAfee show was about. Well, I was going to retire until the Packers. I heard came out of the the darkness tunnel, and and I was upset that the Packers were shopping me. So now I want to play. And okay. then twenty minutes later, he said, "Yeah, I knew when the season was over, yeah, I wasn't going can, back he there." He completely contradicted himself. He was never retiring. Sometimes. He did say he was 90% retired when he went when into the darkness cave. I, I understand. And it's the same. It, listen, let me get to logic, okay? When, Good when, luck. Wh- okay. When, we, have, we have Braggs and Aaron Rodgers. All right. Find the logic. You, do you, here's the logic. Do you, know what, do you know what great players, elite athletes like to do? They like to play their sport, okay? Do you know what normal human beings like to do, even if they have all the money in the bank? They like to make more money. Do you know, do you know where Aaron Rodgers can go that will give him the, th- the thrill and the excitement of playing quarterback in the NFL? Nowhere. Is Aaron Rodgers still good at Jeopardy. football? Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. Is exactly right. Is Aaron Rodgers, and, and it's not on TV, it's nowhere. Is Aaron Rodgers still good at football? Yes, he is. Do, are the, do the Jets have a talented roster where he can actually? No. Okay, you're wrong. That's, that's, that's an insane comment. The, the Jets won seven. He is not going to do anything with the New York Jets. All right, let's make a bet that the Jets are in the playoffs next year. Okay, I'm not worried about playoffs. He's been in the playoffs every year. If Aaron Rodgers is going to extend his career, it's to win a Super Bowl. Dude. It's a waste of time. He's not doing it for the love of the game. He's doing it because of $60 million, and then after next year, he'll retire. How many athletes do you have to see that ultimately have to get carried off the field because they just love it so much? Jordan came back when he was 38 years old, and in his retirement ceremony, he talked about coming back again. They they loved to play, and there was no way that he was ever walking away for $50 million. $50 million. I mean, like, like that's just, it wasn't happening he was never leaving of i went into the darkness and i was at 90 no you weren't no you weren't well that's you, why he's a different cat from joe montana and michael joe Jordan montana and arguable goat play anymore he got arguable goat arguable, arguable, the arguable goat. goat but that's the what ar- i'm saying those guys weren't going into darkness the, ar- the, the arguable goat could not walk the arguable goat got i mean my god uh the there, there was nothing left in that tank, man. Aaron Rodgers is, 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 can still play football. Why do you think Tom, Tom Brady retired for five seconds and he came back? Yeah. And Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson retired Bar- within the primes of their career. So, so yes, when you, that, those are good exceptions and an excellent anecdotal point. But 
And Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy, to me, that doesn't care about the things you're trying to say, but whatever. (sighs) He's going to play. He's not playing at Soldier Field next year. That's great. (laughs) That's what I know. Kurt, I do know what TF Aaron was thinking. I knew exactly what he was thinking. I, I logically made my bet. The dude was going to keep going. And now he's keeping he keep on going. And Bragg's just sitting there in this seat. He can't admit that he's wrong on this one. No, I, I just think that, you know, that they still have to work out a deal. And if the Packers are asking for too much and they don't come down to what How we're much, saying. I'll, buy you, I'll bet you a brick-by-brick shirt that they come to an agreement. You well, want to bet? Cor- of course they're going to. They, they have you. to. Yes. They have to. Okay. But I'm still holding on. And we never beat them, and that sucks. It's just annoying. I could care less. Get him out of here. I'm done talking about Aaron Rodgers. And that's fine too, but we never beat him and that sucks. I would love just beat play him. him next year. Do you, you know? agree we had a super chat on the uh on the screen earlier that was like my life's incomplete because we didn't get to beat him on the way out. I wanted to beat him. Yes. I did. So yeah, uh, Blake. And the Knicks wanted to beat MJ and Right, that like, sucks for them. That, yeah, but you know what was better when MJ wasn't there anymore? They still lost. Have they? They haven't won a. Well, sure, but okay. Rise and shine, New York. It's still nineteen seventy three. But keep going. You know, yeah. name any of those teams. That yeah, they, no, they, I get they, it. Like I, the point is, like I agree. You, I agree. It's better we, that he's gone. Cool. It's, he could have come back, and then he would have lost twice to him again. And we could still beat him, right? With the I'd Jets. rather have him not there. Now you can win I, those games. Uh, no argument. No argument. One hundred percent with you. It, if the games played tomorrow, the Bears favorite against Packers. Yeah, I think he's close. We got him. Come on, Tremaine Edmonds. You're ready to yeah. rock and roll, baby. Let's go. Yeah, that was a twenty dollars super chat from Blake. By the way, um, thanks for an amazing pod. I, for one, am mad about him leaving. I feel like a large part of my life is now incomplete without us beating him on his way out. Thank you. Can you assure me I'll still hate the Packers without twelve? Yes, yeah. I can. And um, it's just I don't agree with that at all. He can come to Soldier Field in two years with the Jets, and Justin Fields can throw for four hundred yards against them then. Right, but it's just annoying. The dude's been dunking on us recently. I still own you and all that BS, not, which is not BS because it's true, and it would just been nice to have gotten at least a drop of an ounce of, of revenge on him, which we didn't get. 2018, they won the division and beat the Packers on the same day. It was a beautiful day at Soldier Field in late December, okay. nice and warm. That's true. I'll, just, Green Bay was I'll, just, I'll just remember that day, and we'll forget <laughs> the following three years after that. <laughs> Green Bay was terrible that day. Four? Yeah, it's been four years since that. Well, you know, it's been a long four years. <laughs> <laughs> brick by brick, Braggs. That's uh, right. Another super chat about Rodgers from Joe. Uh, 499 with Rodgers leaving. Poles needs to speed up the rebuild timeline. If Carter falls to nine, they have to take him. The upside is worth the risk. Uh, yeah, we're going to say we'll get to that. Joe, we're going to save that conversation yeah. for a little bit later on <laughs> the show. But um, yeah, because there was a new development today that we got to we do have to talk. And about. And then Monsi 499, all funny games. So the Packers mess around and suck so bad. They're able to draft Caleb Williams or Luke May. Also, holy crap, Jalen Carter is, is spiraling. So, yes, we'll get to the Jalen Carter yeah. stuff. Absolutely. By the way, the um, we do have some information from the Bears on uh, a, a few official moves. Obviously, the biggest one of which is the trade that happened Friday. It is official. The Bears have acquired DJ Moore. He is a Bear. And the Panthers have acquired <laughs> overall pick. There will be a press conference tomorrow. At Hallis Hall, it'll be at 9.45 in the morning. We will have that covered. And uh, we will also hear from DJ Moore right after 
Ryan Poles speaks to the media about that big trade. Um, Bears also officially announcing the signings of five free agents, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, Demarcus Walker, Nate Davis, and a guy we haven't talked about yet, and we'll probably save it for the next segment, that's Travis Homer, who joined the team last night after... David Montgomery moved on to Detroit, and these players pending a physical will also be available to the media tomorrow at House Hall, so we will probably hear from all these guys, and it's going to be a busy day and a, and a lot to cover, and we'll have it all covered for you here, obviously, on CHGO. Um, Ryan Poles, did, they did put a quote in the... I, I still need a couple minutes to actually create okay. that, but... If you'd like to just read it. I'll just go ahead and read it right now. It's not that big of a deal. Um, Ryan Pohl said in this release that the Bears put out, and we'll hear more from him tomorrow, having the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft gave us a tremendous opportunity to take steps forward this season and in our plan of building long term. We are excited about the additional picks acquired including staying in the top 10 selections this year, but also the addition of a proven and dynamic playmaker in DJ Moore. We had multiple aggressive offers to consider, but in the end, it felt right for both teams in what Panthers GM Scott Fitterer presented, and it keeps us in an area of this year's draft that we really like. First public comments from Ryan Poles on the trade. So I'm excited for tomorrow and that press conference. And yeah, you should be celebrating it. Congratulations, Ryan Poles. I think Bears fans were, you were had 100% approval rating until about 849 last night when we found out that Dave Montgomery was going to be a Detroit Lion on a three-year $18 million deal with $11 million guaranteed. And Greg Braggs jumped up and down at Braggs' compound because he was so happy that Montgomery was gone. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he put out fake, fake news on Twitter then he, then, again. Then he tweeted out, wow. Yeah. The most loaded three letters in well, the history of I, Twitter. I, yeah. <laughs> I, wow. Well, I think the thing that frustrated me was I'm fine with him leaving. I think anybody that's watched this show knows that. All love for David Montgomery. Hard worker. Good dude. Brick by brick. Great locker room guy. Hard yards. The whole bit. But I was fine with him. The Bears not re-signing him. I think Bears fans overvalued exactly how good he was on the field. But the thing that frustrated me was like, we've been through this now, like all season long. It was just like this, this David Montgomery back and forth between me and Hoag specifically. And now he's in the division. I just wanted him to go somewhere where we didn't have to talk about him anymore. And now he's in our division playing us twice a year. So this conversation isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Which is frustrating because I'm over it. And I have, I have to say, I think it's a great fit for Detroit. He is perfect for the grit and everything that... He's going to bite someone's ankle up there. Him and Dan Campbell are going to be best friends. He's going to grind out tough yards. He's going to do it for no money, basically. And we're going to hit home runs with the homer. I know, we're going to draft yeah, a running I back. I mean, they're really going to kill it with a guy that ran the ball 20, 20 or more yards one time. <laughs> he literally had you tweeted out that he had never had a 20 it was yards. a joke and it and was he, a reference to last year okay it, but he did he had one he had 20, 25 yard he run had a 28 yard run last oh year. man seven minutes ago travis homer retweeted the bear saying bear down all right homer we got you buddy 
<laughs> Let's go home, dog. Travis Homer is just a special teams depth guy. They Demo D- will be a good short yardage goal line dude for Detroit, and whatever running back they have in the group will be their their starter. I, I don't want to litigate, but D- you know, David Montgomery to the point. You know. No, but it's still though to the point. He didn't get that much money, so the Bears are telling you what I've been trying to tell you all year. That you guys are overvaluing him. Well, so that's an interesting part of it because I don't know that anybody overvalued him. I, I said he would get right around five yeah, million, we, million we dollars money, per year. The money, what did he end up getting? Like he four got million six a year? million per year. Okay. It's so. a three year, $18 million contract. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty much exactly I thought it was like 11 million guaranteed. No. So it is 11 million yeah. guaranteed for over three years. The, the, the average per year is the number. You got to pay attention to guaranteed money. I pay and attention APY. to nothing. APY tells you where he ranks. We it was six million per year that we talked about. That's what he got. Okay. And in my opinion, I would have paid that. We everybody, and it wasn't just us, pat on the back, CHGO Bears, but everybody got right exactly what his contract was going to be. This is it was nineteen million is what most people thought. He got eighteen. Same thing. It's not a lot of dough. I get that it's not no money. I overstated it. Whoever said that in the chat, fair enough. But it's it's not a lot of dough. The Bears could have afforded that with their eyes closed. They've got and they. This is what's confusing to me, and it's fine. I'm allowed to be confused. Trust in Ryan Poles. You've earned that to this point. But you you said that you liked Roquan. You traded Roquan. Now now everyone wants to give him like wait traded Roquan because they you know was going to help the tank and they would get the number one pick. I think he traded Roquan because he, he he didn't want Roquan on the team anymore. He he wanted he wanted to get draft picks. Period. I don't think he was thinking that this is going to tank us. Or we're going to get to one. That's giving polls. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. And Duke Tobin talked about this at the combine too. The the Bengals GM. Certain teams set numbers and they stick to their numbers. It's right. that simple. And he realized they were never going to get. Right. Roquan was exactly. never going to come down to their number. But it's not. No, it's but it's that's different than what you said. Right. You said he off- didn't want him on the team. Right. They offered okay. him a contract. They wanted right. – de- same thing with David Montgomery. They wanted David Montgomery on the team me- for a certain price. But he's going to be disciplined. Same thing happened the other day with McGlinchey. We like Mike McGlinchey. We're going to make him an offer. But this is our number. He got more than that. Bye-bye, Mike McGlinchey. Okay, but – It's that simple. It's really not that hard. I, okay. I – I am with you, and I get it that at a number, he would have had Roquan on the team, and at a number, he would have had David on the team. But he is saying that he likes these guys. The McGlinchey thing is, is, is different, too, because the Bears reportedly were right there at $17 million, and he just went for 17 and a half. So I think that McGlinchey wanted to be in Denver. Like the, the well, ba- that speaks to what I'm saying. He went for 500000 more? But that speaks to what I'm saying, that they're hard set on their number. Right, but... The Broncos went $1 more. That's how he would make his decision? That's a weird way to make a decision. On that that's line. how McGlinchey would make his decision? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's what the Bears are not going to come in and pump it up another million. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it's a weird way to make your decision not either if you're McGlinchey. It, okay, well... At at eighty at eighty if I was making if you told me I was going to make eighty six million with the Bears or eighty seven million with the Broncos, I I would think that the yachts that I'm going to ski behind are going to feel great in either spot. And where do I what what maybe what he t- likes Denver? Maybe he's I a mountain guy. That's what I think. That's what I think it came down to. Something about the Broncos he liked more. But with with Montgomery, uh, what was the number that they were going to be willing to give him? Um, what would you guess? 
maybe more like four to five million per year. Okay. So I don't know. I I don't fault the Bears for as much as I've sat here and said I'd like to see David Montgomery back. I don't fault the Bears for being like, and eh, we're not going to go up three more million over the over the course of three years, and because we're comfortable with the running backs that are in this draft. What do you what do you the laugh ch- at? People yelling at me. Just, no, the chat's just funny. Okay, everybody's psychoanalyzing us, and then Bugs Bunny said. Carm, quote unquote. I get it. Also, Carm, definitely not getting it. <laughs> listen, l- l- listen, bu- listen, listen, bugs. That made me laugh. It's a little confusing. You say you like the dude. He doesn't get paid huge. It's called you PR. You don't want to come up and get him. You didn't really like him. I just think we have to. You gotta. It, it comes down to. How do you not understand that you like a guy to a certain number, dude? Yeah, it, I, was like, it was like when we were I, down at the combine. Like I like, like you, but I can only handle you for three days. If, 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 <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> that's a great comp. No, it, it doesn't make sense. Well, hold on. Sure. How does that not on. make I like, sense? I like, Paul McDonald. I, I, like I like this food, but I'll only eat it for yes. free. What if you're trying to buy a house and you have a budget in mind that I don't like for it that, that much? Then I didn't like right. it that much. You yeah, you like so the house. Money. You try and buy it for so much money, and then if, if they're not willing to go down, then you don't buy the house. All right, I'm back. I'm back on my own side here. No, what? because that's a perfect way of putting it. Thank you. Make me a Lego. If I re- I love this house. It's my dream house. But I'm not going to spend more than four hundred thousand dollars on it. And right. Like, but if you really we lo- want a million, and that's what we're and, sticking and, to, and that's my point. You're not going to go up to a million. That's my point, though. If I really loved the house and I could ever afford four hundred thousand dollars for a house, and somebody said you can have it for four ten, I'm going to pay four ten because I really like the house. If it's go, the, 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 he didn't get ten million a year. He got he got a very reasonable deal. They but couldn't I don't have think liked Ryan Poles ever said this is our dream running back. We want to clearly not. But he never. Did. That's that's the point. He never said that, and and no one's ever. Pre- and same thing with Roquan Smith. He went out of his way at different times to talk about how much he liked the player. Because everybody loves David Montgomery. What's not to love? Great bowler, too. I, what's not to love is is the point that, that Braggs is making, actually, that he's not a burner, and they think they can get a better running back in the draft, something they really love, who would be his own dude as well. It's really not that hard to understand. Even... I mean, unless David Montgomery is Saquon Barkley, they're going to move on from him no matter what. I mean, you know, we don't even know. My like, with Roquan, we know they offered him a contract. With David, we honestly don't know if any contract was offered. I'm going and into in, in In the NFL, you draft, you draft running backs, and you just roll them over. They have Khalil Herbert. You know, you get Travis Homer as a, you know— Third string guy, they'll draft a running back again and must, just keep rolling them over. He loves Homer. And one day they they won't re-sign Khalil Herbert, even if he has a solid season. That's what the NFL does. And Ryan Poles has talked time and again about positional value. So don't give me that look. It's the truth, Mark Carmen. Do you think Ryan Poles honestly? Now we're going positional value with Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, but those that contract is front loaded. Oh, now it's front loaded. No, yeah. but it is. I understand. It is. <laughs> They're good contracts. Did you hear you could front Scott Pioli? Also, it's not that crazy could, of a can contract. Can we get Scott Pioli on here? Could you, not front load, could you not front load a premium position contract? 
I'm, don't you think it's a little confusing? Running back. I don't. A, I don't think it's confusing at all. Okay. Running back right. isn't a premium. Maybe position. I'm the only one. That, maybe I'm just. Maybe running I, back isn't right. a premium position. Let me just say it to the camera. I'm the moron. Apparently, I am the moron who's confused oh, by. Finally, <laughs> moving on. There, we got it. I, <laughs> we got it. Run, How do you not understand I, though that there's a huge difference between a hundred million dollars for linebacker and seventy-two million? Oh, um, Adam. I get the difference. However, <laughs> if we rewound the show to other shows, yes, everyone said Bowles ain't gonna pay for a non-premium position. I heard it a thousand times. Carm, he's not gonna pay for that. Carm, he's not gonna pay for that. Then he went out and paid for that. But he didn't pay. He didn't pay. Roquan. He didn't break the bank for Edmonds. That, that's what you. He did not break <laughs> the bank for Edmonds. He's got. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Do you think that Tremaine Edmonds signed with the Bears because he wanted to sign with the Bears, or because the Bears offer him the most money of anyone? I, I don't. He didn't break the bank. It's, you're just. No, he did sign with the Bears because the Bears gave him the best contract. The Bears gave him the most money, and he came to the Bears. He wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to go to Chicago, three and fourteen Chicago, and and play in front of, and play in front of no one and get killed a, and get killed every week. They did break the bank for Tremaine Edmonds. No, they they made the highest offer for him, and he signed with them. No, they didn't. But how can you not no, understand they that they Has might? There been have... any reporting that he turned out a higher contract somewhere <laughs> else to come here? How do you not understand that they might? have 70 like let's just say the limit on linebackers i'm just throwing this out there it might be 75 million <laughs> carm's gonna crack today we're finally it's gonna not the same as spending over 100 million on it. <laughs> i'm not saying you Adam, could spend 100 million on a premium position i didn't want to do this show today uh, <laughs> <Clear>. <laughs> adam hogue i love you Braggs, i love you too can we just at least admit that it's more important with ryan pulse right now to pay attention way more to what he does than what he says Sure. He went out. Yes, and you're talking too much about what he said, and I'm telling you to pay attention to the money. Yes. And I'm telling you that if you, if I have to learn apparently that when you say that you love a player and he gets a very down the middle deal that you're unwilling to match and let him go into the into in, to compete against you in the division, you couldn't have loved him that much. That's or liked him that much. If we're getting into semantics, you didn't really like him that much. He just didn't. That's fine. And he spoke. Glowingly well, about him. Po- it's poker, right? Yeah, he, where he was playing poker, it's whatever playing he was playing. Poker. I like now, you, Let me tell you something. But let's when we, see. If- when we ran into Dave Montgomery at the Super Bowl, that dude knew damn well ass that he wasn't coming back here. His attitude about it, you could just tell. Would you agree with that? No, you wouldn't agree with that. No. <laughs> that was just, he was kind of like, he was willing to come on with us, but he just kind of knew. I just got the sense that he knew that he was, that it wasn't going to work out here. He knew. And so did Roquan, for that matter. And this is all fine. Dave Montgomery's not an irreplaceable running back. I got to stop talking. You guys. Did we talk to Dave Montgomery at the Super Bowl? We ran into him when he was with a whole. We had five people around him. We tried to get him to come out. Were you not there at that moment? Were you with him? I must not have been there. Where? I know I wasn't there. I was here. Uh, I have some super chats I'd like to get to about. Uh, I don't remember great. that at all. <laughs> about Maybe you weren't there. I, I don't think I was there. Nick Moriano, who was in the chat, you were uh, there. Hold Somebody the super chats. We got to get to a uh, break here and tell you about DraftKings. Uh, I'll tell you right now about DraftKings. I'm looking at DraftKings right now. NFC North division winner at plus 160. The Detroit Lions and David Montgomery. <laughs> Carm, you dreamt that meeting with Montgomery. It's very funny. I don't You're think that it happened. happened. Moriano, tell him that happened. <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings 
are second at plus 275. The Chicago Bears are third at plus 330. And the Green Bay Packers are dead-ass last. Plus 400. <laughs> How about that? Um, also, you can get NBA No Sweats. Same game parlays on DraftKings. Download the app now. Sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. I, <laughs> I, am, I am nowhere with that. <laughs> oh, new year. It Happy is, New Year. I'm, I'm glad we're having a spirited conversation. I'll just say that. And 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 God bless. Um, all right. Nicholas I'll Moriano just do, chiming no, no, in. No. I'll just do it, buddy. No, no. I got you. I don't, I don't even know. What I, you just, I really don't even know what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> you did DraftKings, right? You Nick, talked about uh, DraftKings? Nick and <laughs> <laughs> you did, did, did you? What's happening? Where's Lawrence going? Later, Lawrence. He but quit. Did Lawrence quit on my? Lawrence account? just went to the, <laughs> Lawrence is doing the Cubs show. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence did. This what, is me. What needed to be done? That's thank, you, buddy. Thank you very much. You all right, that, all right. You I got to get my energy. I got to get my energy back. I was really Let's in my head go. there more than I've been in my head in a while, and that is saying something. The combat energy. How much medicine have you taken this week? A decent the amount. The conversation <laughs> he's going to have to that window on the bus. It's going to be a great show. Man. Let me tell you, the it's show gonna be better, <laughs> it's better going to be a show. good one. The Combat Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and Greg Braggs uh, and the businesses in the communities where they serve manage their energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Combat offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades uh, to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Now, Listen, you can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. You can learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. This is what you do. You visit comed.com slash poweringbiz now to start saving money and energy. To start a project, you can contact them at 855-433-2700. For more information, you can also email them at businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. There's a good comment uh, up there that uh, it's, I can't see anymore, but it said, uh, Dave Montgomery said he loved Chicago and wanted to be a bear. Why didn't he take less money to stay here? That's it, a good it, one. Is that well, the same logic that you're using? Um, Ryan no. Poles loves you. Why didn't you pay more money to keep him? Like, no, a it's price. not. The, it's not the same logic, though. It you're is at, the same logic. You're asking. You're asking Dave Montgomery to. Uh, you're asking David Montgomery loves the Bears so much that he said, "I'm going to go to the Lions and only get one 20 yard carry next year to help the Bears." <laughs> you're. you're <laughs> I'm just ignoring. That's your, best. That's your best. Get, you get a fist for that one. <laughs> Dave Montgomery's going to. You're asking Ryan Poles to make the same mistakes that the last GM made, which is to get desperate and overpay instead of sticking to a price. You think that Montgomery would have been an overpay at six years? In, in no, I don't, but I'm talking about your logic and that, like, there's a price and you stick to it. And whatever you value, you don't understand I, I, how much. That's not how, what Ryan how Poles, many. That's not what Ryan Pace did, but go ahead. 
Well, it is a certain point because he would get to that moment and be like, I have to get this guy. I'm going to pay the extra 10 grand for the house just to make sure I get it. And trade 7,000 And you picks. do that 10 times, you put your team in trouble. Right. But, the, the, yeah. I, I'm not saying that I have a huge problem with the Bears letting Montgomery go. I'm just trying to understand the, the polls equation of it. And maybe I just, let's just get back to sheer basics. And whatever he says is just what he says. It's, it's, it comes Correct. down to what he does, period, end of story. And that's really the lesson that's coming out of this. And I didn't think that they were going to bring him back. I thought, I thought the tea leaves were clearly pointing to him leaving, and that's what ended up happening. But, I, but when the number came out, and you, can, and you also saw that a bunch of running backs got tagged, and here's Montgomery getting a very reasonable deal. It just was a little off-putting, I think, for, for me and a lot of Bears fans. Like, that's not a ton of dough. The Bears could have afforded it. It wouldn't have been a quote-unquote overpay. It's overpaying to what they were willing to pay. But, and no one's going to ask him this. He's not going to say the answer either. But, like, what were you willing to give him? You get well, so and one an extra one million in the grand scheme of the salary cap is not a lot of money. If it was another five million at, at, for a running back on a three-year deal, okay. Now we're talking about more significant dough. I, I just would like to know where they were at, what what the price was. Can I give a shout out to Gary Ross? While I've been laying brick the last couple days, he's been sending me all the different free agent information crossing the Twitter waiver wire so I, so I can keep up to date. He's all over this. He should start and his he own nurse. He continues to send me stuff. So he just sent me Orlando Brown was just previously on NFL live on ESPN and Orlando Brown said, I don't want to get too specific, but everything's going pretty well. Obviously it's kind of a weird and long process, different, something I've never experienced before, but it's going pretty well. So the Bears, I mean, because the word Boy, is that everybody I, wants him to be a right tackle as far as teams do, and he wants to be a left tackle and be paid like one. That is like the biggest word salad. I don't care. Burger. That was called a transition there. I mean, it is good to not let Carm keep talking about David Montgomery. Yeah, so I'm transitioning because I, I really would like yeah. Orlando Brown and the Bears, you know, pay him as a left tackle, let him play right tackle. And then if something happens with Braxton Jones, you move him to left tackle, whether he likes it or not, once he's already on the team. Bada bing, bada boom. I just don't think he said anything in that quote. Is my that's my one thing. Uh, He's talking is the point. Yeah, people could talk without saying anything. Yeah, listen I, to the last twenty minutes I don't know of this how podcast. To do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's an art I have not mastered. So you I think see. they're in on Brown? Well, I think as the market drops for him, that they have to be right. Is the market dropping? I mean, I would think it is, or else he would have been paid on the first day like Mike McGlinchey was. He didn't act. That comment certainly didn't sound like the market's dropping. Uh, well, I think it's a standoff between teams wanting him to be a right tackle. Adam Schefter also reported this. That's been out and there. And he wants to be a left tackle. So you well, get and the money's different at right than left, correct? To be honest, that would probably be my, my um, breaking point on that. I, if I'm the Bears, I want him, I want to sign him to be my, my right tackle and keep Braxton Jones. Would you pay him left tackle money to be your right tackle? Um, I think so. I would. But again, not to sound redundant on the show, but I would set my price and stick to it. Um, I think I would, though, because you're going to have a left tackle on an extremely affordable rookie contract for the next three years. And 
And so the money between the two for your two tackles is very, very reasonable. And my guess would be the way, whatever, however way you structure that deal, you can get out of it after those three years. So over the course of the next three years, to me, it's more about what the total money is across your two tackles because the most important thing is protecting Justin Fields and putting him in a position to succeed. So I would. Here's an interesting nugget I wanted to share with you. You might want to get a Mark Gaudier, too, who spent $99 to talk to us. Okay, well, we're not going to change the subject right now. So, Mark, Hang in, Mark, appreciate you. We will get to it. Matt Miller at NFL Draft Scout on Twitter earlier today. Per PFF, Braxton Jones and Orlando Brown Jr. had the exact same grade in 2022. Super interesting. And Jones graded out higher as a pass blocker. That's just one resource, but there's at least an argument that Jones parentheses younger slash cheaper is a better value per true media their pass block win rate braxton jones was at 92.8 percent orlando brown was at 91.8 percent so braxton jones slightly higher um can can i try to to pick apart pff here a little bit hang on to that then because i'm just gonna say per car media before you pick that apart braxton jones stepped in as a rookie fifth round pick with not a ton of help around him, and held his own as a rookie. Yep. And he's cheap because he's a fifth-round pick rookie, and he is a first-class guy off the, off the field who's going to get stronger. Hot take Carm over here. Betting on Braxton Jones to be your left tackle, it's a pretty safe bet. Dude's going to get better. And he, and he already is pretty damn good. So it is a, I don't think you absolutely have to go out and get a left tackle. Braxton, Braxton Jones is not getting enough love for how he did as a first-year guy on that offense. He, he did fine, he did better than fine, and he's going to get better. So I, I, I don't think we need to panic left tackle. Go ahead. Yeah, I have no problem with Braxton Jones. I like him. I, I like his potential. But PFF is the same outlet that said that the Bears' offensive line as a unit was a top-10 unit. Which we watch the games. I don't know math. I'll never understand math, but I don't care. I gave a guy that works in the analytical department for PFF down at the combine some crap for this because there's no way they're a top ten unit. I don't care what metrics you're using. Uh, the other question I would have is they're graded the same, but does that include the fact that I guarantee Orlando Brown that they drop back way more than the Bears? Right. Okay, so that's where when you heard the word PFF, I think you turned off the next thing I said, which was... I probably did. (laughs) (laughs) Per true media, pass block win rate. So this is not a PFF stat. It's strictly your pass block win rate, and it's a percentage. Percentage. Right, but the percentage is easier to get to if you have less dropbacks, right? On your pass block win rate. The the Chiefs are dropping back way more times than the Bears. Yeah. So. I, I mean, if you're talking about a super small sample size, it's not like the Bears didn't throw the ball at all. No, but I guarantee the Chiefs passed way more than the Bears. But I guess this is what, this is now sounding like a Twitter argument. The point of the whole thing is like, I'm not sure anyone's sitting here and saying that Braxton Jones is a better player than Orlando Brown. The point is that one of them's due to make twenty million dollars a year projected next year. Twenty million. And the other one is gonna make less than one million. So Exactly. So the gap in the money 
is way larger than what the gap is in the actual player. 20 times. Which I think is turning into the theme of the show today. It's kind of funny you're with me on this one now because you seem to understand <laughs> that the whole point of front offices is to attach values to players. Rename this show confused. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, and not screw around with that and understand that this is not just about, you know, hey, this player's good. Let's go sign him. It's about what is the overall value to the team and how your roster is constructed right now. Okay. Well, that's why I wanted to ask. I feel like I'm... Uh, Jack Nicholson and a few good men. I don't need to have it read back to me. <laughs> no, I need it read back to me. But, but, but Adam, I, underst- I understand there is a salary cap. I understand roster construction. I got it. Yeah. All right. So, and, and Paul. But destru- this is actually the exact same thing. The gap in Roquan Smith to Tremaine Edmonds slash TJ Edwards, because I think you combine them together. That's right. Right. I got it. But yeah, you, the money, who the hell's getting to the quarterback? You still got to pay for that. Well, they got money. They're fine. Okay. Well, they have. They got money. They got cap space. They got flexibility once they even get to the end of their cap space. They're fine. Do, Guys are getting do, cut. Do, they, do, got, do, they got 10 draft picks. Yeah, I, I got it. So, but, so they felt like they were getting good value on Tremaine Edmonds, who is... 24 going to be 25 before the year starts and they really like him and he fits into the profile of what of what Matt Eberflus likes in his linebacker. I got it. And if it doesn't work out, they can cut him before and, they right, have to pay and, Justin and, Fields. Right, and they can cut him before Fields. They they structure the contract. Well, I I give Poles an A on on his contract structuring right now. I when you know, you want to compare Poles to Pace, let's let's pay him nothing here and a ton down the line and and just completely live for the now and not even think about our future. When you do that, you you end up doing what you do is get fired, and then you have you put a team through a year where they got to eat a ton of dead cap money to reset everything, which ended up working out for the Bears well. But that's not how you wanted to go about your business. Okay, but yeah. I just I still I if if Ryan Pace had made the moves that Ryan Poles was making this off season. With all the Bears' needs, Bears fans would be sitting there scratching their head right now. Like, are you kidding me? You're getting more linebackers, and we we don't have anybody on the defensive line. And your one addition is uh, has has had one good season. It it would be it would be the narrative. And and Poles has earned this, I think, or he hasn't he hasn't got you know, kind of in the fact that he hasn't done terrible things. But there's a benefit I'm of the doubt being given. This as simply as I can. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because this is actually what's happened. Uh Okay. The premium positions, the Bears don't feel like the supply is worth what the market's paying them. Perfect example, Draymond Jones, the money he got from Seattle. Right. They didn't like it. In the Bears' mind, his play doesn't match the contract he got. So they're going to be smart at the premium positions about where they're going to spend that money. Now, non-premium positions, they feel like there's a better supply there and the players are valued at that number and they were be, they were able to acquire them at the at the number that they valued them. And they didn't raise their value on off the ball linebackers. Yeah, and, and, okay. They got what they wanted yep. for the value they put the player. 
And I wanted them to do exactly that, and that's what they are doing, which is why I'm not having any major freak out here. And but on the on the on the on the other it's side a minor of it, freak out. on on the other side of it too, if they were closer, right? Yes, which they're not. Which they're not. If they were closer, yes. They wouldn't just, and I respect that, by the way, that because they're not close, so you do have to have your price. But if they were closer, when you get into free agency, you can't just go about it like, well, we have our price. When you are, when you Which are, is the mistake Ryan Pace made, right? But when you starting in twenty twenty, right? But when he started using that logic and went all in on these guys, started paying guys who were over thirty, and it all backfired and came crumbling down. Trying to save, trying to save. Are we going to be tested on this? Like tomorrow? Is there a test? I don't know. Oh man, I hope not. I got a lot of super <laughs> chats. Including I've enjoyed the conversation. There's, no, it's good. There's a couple that sort of relate to the Braxton Jones part of this that I'd like to just throw out there. This is two dollars from the Cubs. If Braxton was drafted in the first for, uh, first one or two rounds, we wouldn't be having any conversations about this. We'd be excited about our young left tackle of the future. I mean, I think, I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. I, I also think that there were enough inconsistencies or young moments in his game last year that we... But the reality is, if he didn't have, like, some of the um, rawness to his game and the lack of strength that he's probably building now, if he had all that last year, he probably would have gone in the first two rounds. Correct. So, Fifth-round pick from a small school. But I agree. A lot of... uh, No question, and we're all guilty of it, the conversation around young players oftentimes has to do with where they're drafted. 100% 100% truth to that because it raises expectations and it lowers lowers it for others that are drafted later. Uh, John Delitalia, $5. Does Brown Orlando Brown's additional ability to play left tackle warrant paying a right tackle top money? I like that. Absolutely. Because, and that's another difference between him and McGlinchey, right? McGlinchey, if Braxton Jones were to get hurt, you're not moving McGlinchey to the left tackle. Whereas if if in a hypothetical world the Bears sign Orlando Brown and actually convince him to be their right tackle and they pay him more money, if Braxton Jones gets hurt, you can easily move Orlando Brown back over to the left side. My only question on that one, John, is they have they have to sit down with Orlando and they got to get comfortable with the fact that he will not be even close to a malcontent playing right tackle. That he's completely fine with it. Some guys don't want to play trade. They don't want to change positions. Well, I don't think he accepts the deal then. Probably not. Probably not. Which is maybe why he's still out there right now. But you, so, which, you know, we're talking about putting him at right tackle. The guy might just not want to do it. Speaking of being out there still, Cornelius Pryor, $1.99. If Orlando Brown was as good as Trent Williams, he would be signed already. You're right, Cornelius. You absolutely are right. If he was a premium, premium left tackle that people didn't have questions about, he would have been the first guy off the board. I completely agree. Wait, Trent Williams got traded for like a third round pick and a fifth round pick, I want to say. Would you give that up right now for Laramie Tunsil? Probably not. But I but but maybe I would. Yeah, but I also think Laramie Tunsil might be they might be asking for more than that. Uh JT nine ninety nine. The question is, wouldn't the draft value be better if we don't have to worry about a tackle by moving Braxton to the right? Question. Question is, wouldn't the draft value be better if we didn't have to worry about a tackle by moving Braxton to the right? Uh, are you saying that, JT, are you saying that, that they, they're, they're locked in at drafting a nine, an offensive lineman because of where they're at? I think that's what you're saying. I'm confused. 
I don't think there's any problem with that, though. I, 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 I but I also think that's part of the conversation that's happening at Hallis Hall, where which is part of the reason why you again stick to your number, whatever the Orlando Brown number is, you stick to it because you know at number nine right now you probably have access to at least two tackles that you know could probably start for you right away. You're you're also going to stick to your board. I would think the Bears are going to draft the best available player at nine. They're not going to pigeonhole themselves into we have to take a tackle if 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 there's a run on tackles and Paris Johnson is gone and whatever Skaronski's gone and they got to go with Broderick Jones and they don't and they don't and they have him graded way lower than they have whoever you want to name. I don't think they'll do that. Then they'll then they'll then they'll draft the edge rusher or whatever. Maybe maybe even stunningly a corner. I don't know. You yeah they are. We all agree, right, that they're not in the position to draft for for need right now. You draft the best play, best available player. Period. Right. Well, and I think that they're they're kind of taking that same approach in free agency right now. Right. Too. They, yes. Where, which is why they're left in a situation where you're still wondering who the hell's playing defensive line. Because it's just you. Right. You stick to right. your numbers and you you sign the players that are actually available, the best players that are available. Which is why I think they ended up with three starting linebackers for which is really a position where you only need two and a half, which is a good position to be in. If you can do that at every single one of your positions, you're probably a Super Bowl team. You keep your head up, Jack Sandmore. Don't you worry about anything. Yeah. All right. Um, What else we got? I mean, I could keep hitting Super Chats if you want. Well, Uh, um, Let's get to Mark. Yeah, Yeah, Mark. We owe Mark. Let's do this, Mark. All right. Mark Mark with a huge... Gautier, 99.99. For all the Younger Bears fans, as a 63-year-old fart... It doesn't matter about which QB is playing for, to hate Green Bay. Uh, just watch the video of Charles Martin taking the cheapest of shots on QB9. Regardless of the record, Green Bay is the lowest of scumbag teams. Well, Mark, as everybody looks at me because I am the old man on the show, and I remember, I remember Charles Martin walking out onto Soldier Field that day with his towel and all the numbers on there and Walter Payton, Jim McMahon, and whoever else he had on there. Uh, let me tell you something. I, there is no Green Bay Packer hate like there is Charles Martin hate. That was the worst moment in the rivalry's history. That was completely and utterly insane. And it was it, ridiculous. And it and it ruined Jim McMahon's career. Who, One of the worst hits in the history of the league. Correct. So uh, that level of hate for that dude is is on a is a way different for me with the rivalry because that was just absolutely. It was just horrible. Uh, and he. And premeditated, and that was the NFL back then. Got away with it. Took 10 steps after he threw the football and picked him up and dumped him on 98-year-old turf. Green Bay sucks. Have you ever been to Lambeau? I've never been to Lambeau. Really? Mm. Never been because I want to go when the Bears are heavily favored. <laughs> so, you will, that. so you're gonna you're gonna die having never been in Lambo. No, <laughs> our time is now. Your reign of terror is over, Green Bay. Time to sit down and shut up and eat some smelly cheese. Because uh, the right, right, the ding dong, the witch is dead. Aaron Rodgers off to New York. It's Justin Fields' division now. Did you just say smelly cheese? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps it's a Limburger. Uh, Blake, $5, uh, thanked Mark G. He says, all I have ever known is Rogers smirking as he beats the Bears. Also, CHO's the best. Thanks, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Blake, you're the man. 
Uh, do we want to keep doing stuff here? Because well, let's. Uh, or do you want to do an ad? Break? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do an ad read. We're gonna talk some Jalen Carter because I know a couple of super chats are about. Oh yeah. That so. Um, stay tuned because we got to talk about Jalen Carter a little bit. But we want to tell you that CHGO Bears off-season coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's B-I-Z. And, uh, of course, Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. We tell you about them all the time. Um, if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, 50-yard line courtside, for some reason any of those Cats fans are going out to heading out to Sacramento. For some reason. They're, oh, they're, I don't, they're, they're probably already there is why I said that. They're watching the show. They love us out there. And, and Dave Anna is watching the show right now. He should be, but Dave Anna doesn't have to worry about this. But if anybody's looking for tickets, I know if you go on game time, they're relatively affordable. You got to go to game time tickets. It's the greatest. Uh, and yes, let's go cats. If you love CSGO, you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who downloaded the game time app and score the best deals. To all your favorite events. Anybody want to sing the cat fight song? Brags? No, I don't. No, thanks. Let's Jalen Carter. Okay, let's talk about Jalen Carter. Can can we? Can, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready. Can we? Can you guys give the first salvos here? I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the news today. Uh, the the morning actually started in Athens, Georgia. The Bears flew out there. This morning, uh, we know that Ryan Poles was there, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, I believe Alan Williams was there as well. They flew down this morning. They got back to Alice Hall this afternoon for all the free agent signings. Uh, the glorious uh, ability of air travel is great to do things like that. And uh, the news out of Athens was yikes for Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter somehow added nine pounds nine times he's, he's eating Not that feelings. hard taco bell he refused <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it's not that hard if you don't want to try to get it's bull you can work for months to lose nine pounds it takes you two days to gain it i get that but it's not it shouldn't if you're trying to get drafted the top five of the nfl draft yeah i know i'm not trying to make light of what's going when on you know you have a pro day right. coming and obviously he has serious issues going on i mean from the weight, but just his demeanor running the drills, you just see a guy that I don't know. Like I, 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 I don't know if feel bad for him is the right word, but that is how I feel. I feel bad because he's going through something. Hey, you're allowed to have empathy. Like yeah, I have empathy for him. Uh, you know, because I'm sure he understands the mistake he's made, and it obviously he's spiraling into something more serious. So I hope his friends and family are trying to be there for him because. It looks like he's costing himself a lot of money. You just made me think of uh, the moment in flight. I don't know if anybody saw the movie with Den Denzel Washington. Yeah. And, you know, he's in denial, denial, denial the whole time. And then they want him to rat out the, not to ruin the movie that's been out forever, but they want him to rat out the uh, lie about the stewardess and say that she was the one that was drinking, and finally he comes to his comes to Jesus for there, and it's like, no, it was me. I drank it. And I don't know if Jalen Carter is going through the same thing here 
like having some moment like you know what I was involved in that drag racing and and I didn't say anything and and I probably and I maybe I feel a whole lot guilty about the fact that I'm about to get you know be a top 10 pick in the NFL so somewhere in his unconscious he's just literally thinking that he doesn't deserve it right because all he's got to do right now is go right down the middle and say the right things and and show up in the best shape of his life and and work out well and he probably would go right back into the top 10 now I wouldn't pick the guy uh in the in the first if I'm I would not pick him in the first three rounds I wouldn't you want to give him a shot in the fourth round take a flyer on the dude and see if he can you know get his life together okay but I I think he's gonna absolutely uh this is a free fall and he's doing it to himself and there's guy and there's it's a ton going on I, I i'm not gonna pretend to be in the psychology of it but there's n- absolutely no way that you can oh my god that you can take him at nine at all or in the how many first times round. a week does that happen it hasn't happened in like a, three months is it is <laughs> it, it literally david happened montgomery? like last week no it, it didn't is it david montgomery asking about the super bowl no it's not david montgomery unfortunately Am I the only one who just leaves my phone on vibrate always? It's Travis Homer. Uh, fired up to I do bear. switch. You switch? Is that, am I, uh, honest question, am I in the minority on that? I normally have it on. I always, I, have, I always have mine on vibrate. Never do I have it. Same thing with my watch. Never dings. Yeah, see, that's where I normally live my life. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently, That doesn't seem I, like it based on the past few months here. All right, we're going to go through shows, and we're going to point... <laughs> never mind. Let's just stay on track. Let's get off my... No, but for real, like, like, this is... I can tell you for a fact that teams had apprehensions before this news came out. We talked about it at the Combine. Before the car crash stuff came out at the Combine, there were already some concerns there, whether it's maturity, uh, why he you know takes plays off, about his conditioning level, right? And then the car crash things comes out. And you're like, okay, well, best case scenario is, and we talked about this at the combine. We, had, we did these shows. Like, best case scenario is there's some explanation for the car crash thing. He explains it. The legal stuff goes away. You still have a decision then to make on the character concerns right. that were already there before that news came out. Okay? So now you have a situation where, the combine comes and goes. We're not even, what are we, two weeks? Aw- it was two weeks ago when this news came out. It was on Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Two weeks ago was when that news came out. And he shows up to his pro day. He's added nine pounds. He doesn't do any of the um, measurables. All he says is, I'm doing positional drills. And he couldn't get through them. And, and he looks video. horrible. There's video going around social media of him going through the bags. And I'm not saying this to be funny, but if I was one of those bags, I would have not been knocked over. That's how bad it looks. And I'm not saying this to be funny either, but if Greg Braggs ran those drills, I think that's about what it would look like. <laughs> okay, that's actually funny. <laughs> I dominate those drills. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, he was, how could you be that out of shape? I j- it, How is that possible? So I, I agree with what Braggs was saying. Like, clearly there are some things going on there. And I just, th- this, this looks like one of those situations where some team is going to look foolish for still taking a chance on him in the first round. And I don't want that team to be the Bears. Or the Lions. 
You just don't know, man. I mean, you have he's allowed to grow up. We talked about this on After Dark. He's a young kid. He's allowed to grow up. Some team is going to take a chance on him. Whether or not it works out for that team is yet to be determined. That's going to come down to, you know, if Jalen Carter can get his life together and get get his act together. And I hope for his sake he does. You know, I saw John DeBecky in the chat saying that, you know, I only feel bad for him because he's a privileged football player and not for the people that died. I push back on that greatly, John. I absolutely feel bad for the fo- for the people that died. But when you're talking about Jalen Carter, just because he's a privileged football player has nothing to do with it. I can be empathetic towards somebody that got caught up in a situation. He didn't force those people into that car. Those people also made a decision. It'd be one thing if Jalen Carter was drinking and driving and hit another car and killed two people. This is three people making a decision on their own volition, and two lives were lost because of it. But that doesn't mean Jalen Carter's life ends now. He has to now live the rest of his life doing right by the mistake that he was a part of, but he's not responsible for the other two lives. They made those decisions. So I feel bad for the entire situation, and that's Jalen Carter included, and I could care less that he's a privileged football player. He's a person. I I also just think we've gotten to the point now where you you can you can take out that even that part of the conversation the car crash i'm not saying teams are you don't but even with that removed you have serious concerns about taking him in the top 10 of the draft um and, and look most people in life have a lot of work to do on their own integrity whatever that looks like trying to be your best every single day how how integrous are you around that how you treat other people how honest you are what realizing that oh you know a lot of people are very good at getting away with things in life and at some point in time you want to be like you know what I could get away with that but I'm not going to do that anymore because I'm going to be an integrous person to my own self and not what not not whether or not anybody else is aware of it but just for me so he has some serious, serious growing work, to do. serious growing up to do. And to your point that, you know, there was other people in the other car and all that. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's right. And they paid an absolutely atrocious price for their choices. Um, the worst, you know, the biggest price lost their lives. But he, the problem is that it's not that he, that he drove fast. It's how he's handled himself afterwards. There, he, there, there is no evidence that he is having, you know, a, a, a rock bottom. I'm going to really look at myself and try to become better and move forward. And he clearly by how he showed up today, he is still spiraling. Um, look, I hope that this ends with him getting his me shit too. together and he turns out to be a Hall of Fame player because the tape says he can be that. 100%. Okay. But you got to make decisions for your football team. And right now, I, I've gone in the last two weeks from I would draft him mm-hmm. in the top five right. to, okay, maybe I can still consider him at number nine depending on what the details of this legal situation really are to – after today, I'm maybe you take a flyer on the second round, and I think that's a moot point because I still think there's going to be a team that takes him in the first round. I don't know, man. I don't know. I could see him be a fourth round dude at this point. No way. No, I mean, th- th- this is like, no, 
Someone, someone will probably still take him in the first round. It'll be interesting. If we got to the round. Bears at sixty-one, the Bears would probably take him. And yeah. I would actually probably support Ryan, that. Brian Poles would look like a genius at that point, considering people wanted him at one or three or four. I mean, but I, but, but I'll say this: I hope the outcome is Jalen Carter still becomes a Hall of Fame player. And if I'm, and I can also live with the fact that he's not going to be that with the Bears. Is my point. Does that make sense? Yes. It does because good luck, Jalen Carter. Yeah. Hope you turn your life around. Yeah, so hundred percent. But as I always say, it only takes one team. There will be that one team, absolutely. And you know, I unfortunately, this looks like one of those situations where that one team is a great chance that one team will look foolish in the end. But again, I hope that that's not how it works out. I hope he rewards them. But this is uh. It's tough. All right, we got a lot of super chats. We got to get out of yeah, here. So Justin let's fly through Frost, these. $2. He said Jalen Carter is eating his way out of the first round. Uh, Siddhartha Ariga says Jalen Carter looked rough. So how do we address the D line? Um, how about. I'm going to tell you this that over the next couple of weeks, we know who Corey Wooten loves. I'm going to do more homework on Kalaja Kansi. I already feel like Kalajic Kansi's good. I've seen enough of him to know that I would use a first-round pick on him. I think the question starts to become, would you be willing to take him at nine? And I don't know the answer to that right now. But if the Bears trade back again, and he's, they're going to. and he's sitting there, if he's really getting these Aaron Donald comps, which are most times... Comps can be viewed as ridiculous until they're not. Until the guy becomes his own comp because he's so good, right? I'm all in on what Wooten says, and Wooten's a yeah. big. I mean, he's been talking about uh, nine Kalijah. feels rough, but if I told you they move back to twelve, would you be okay with Kalaja Cancer right now? I mean, it seems like a leap, but we're basing that off of what media mock drafts have, not what teams' actual information is on. That still feels a little high. I would I. I like to get value in my picks, so like I would, I would like to. The Bears have, you know, traded back to say twenty and gotten a haul, and then made that pick. That would feel a little bit better. Well, but, let me, uh, let me, let me uh, go back in time a little bit. Yeah, because there was once a guy named Aaron Donald who was viewed as a second round pick, and then he had a really good Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. and then he had a good combine, and then he was like, oh, well, maybe this guy could be a first round pick. And then he f- kept slipping. Well, in, in not necessarily slipping, but he didn't get drafted in the top 10, didn't get drafted 11. And the Bears, I believe, were sitting at 14 that year. Yep. I was throwing a draft party. Yep. And then and at my house. The Bears could have. They had the opportunity to trade up to 12 and take Aaron Donald, which was going to be the Bears pick at 14. But... He went 13. Yes. And the Bears drafted Kyle Fuller to not to be a pretty decent player for that. And I ruined my party by but yelling. I guess my point is. True story. If you didn't Kali- like Kyle Fuller or you wanted Aaron Donald. <laughs> I wanted Aaron Donald so bad. And when he fell one pick before, the party basically was over at that point. <laughs> the point is on, maybe on March 15th, 2014, the, that was 14, right? Or was that 15? Whatever. Whatever whatever. March 15th of that year, there was probably a show like this that was like, I don't know if I'd draft Aaron Donald that early. He's more of a late first round guy. 
And and if he lives up to the hype, it doesn't matter if, where you draft him. Hundred percent. If he's hey, listen, if you if you think it's a home run pick, take him. I would just love to have a cake and eat it too. Get him a little later. Yeah, I'm wanting to trade back. I'm going to let the draft come to me. Yeah, I'm holding to that. I'm you know that's my scenario. They're going to trade back to wherever somewhere between nine and twenty. I was also thinking about add more second round picks and let the draft fall to them. How you said nine to twenty? That's what I was going to ask because I was thinking about the Bears trade up to get Justin Fields, and how the Giants move back from eleven to twenty twenty, and they got a future first round pick out of it. Right. Now on the other hand, didn't they draft Kadarius Tony? Something like that. Who just won a Super Bowl with not the Giants? Got to so get the picks you right. You still got to get the picks right. Yeah. Training back sounds great. Well, they didn't have Ryan Poles. King Poles. Great point by you. Yeah. So, Next I'm six. taking the picks. You know, of course, the first future first round would be amazing, but specifically early second round guys so we can get that center or that guard or that tight end. Cornelius Pryor. Say flowers. 199. Didn't Ray Lewis have issues coming into in, to the NFL? There's lots of guys who've had issues coming into the NFL. Warren Sapp had issues. I don't actually know. Off the top of my head, I don't remember Ray Lewis pre-draft. Obviously, he had the stuff that happened during his career. Cornelius, Cornelius, it's a a very difficult, challenging. You're trying to win, but also, if you want to get into the moral side of things, conversation. And I know that most people, when it comes to the NFL, this is, you know, whatever. You're trying to win games, stands for not for long if you don't, and and period, end of story, and whatever anybody does off the field or did off the field back in the day, don't care. What does he show up and do on Sundays? Period, end of story. I, I get that. And then there's the other side of it where, you know what, uh, I, I do care about uh bringing somebody like that into my locker room and what type of impact he could have on a very young team. And the Bears are a very young team. And to Adam's point, if you just take away the crash and the accident, two people losing their lives, there were already questions about character or even motor if you just want to stick to on the field, his motor. You know, so if let's just say no character, no car crash is even on the table and you're just talking about his motor on the field and then he shows up to the combine right. nine pounds overweight doing his drills sloppy nine. that that would be a red flag in and of its own so you want guys who love football who, who you want the gym rat you do well and, and and again it also comes back to so i get that point i i think a perhaps a good comp here is warren sap because He's drawn comparisons to Warren Sapp as a player, which is a huge, you know, honor. But Warren Sapp fell in the draft down to 12 because of some drug test issues right before the draft. And so it's all about, you know, making the right pick if you're going to pass on him. Like, I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars regret passing on Warren Sapp because they drafted Tony Baselli, a Hall of Famer. So you could still get a good player and be, oh, yeah, okay, we feel comfortable we passed on Warren Sapp. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the Tennessee Titans drafted Steve McNair. They were the Houston Oilers at the time, but, you know, they're probably fine with passing on Warren Sapp because they ended up with Steve McNair. Now the Minnesota Vikings, one pick before Warren Sapp, they drafted Derek Alexander. That didn't work out as well. So, Which is why he's not going to fall to the fourth round. 
because there's just not going to be enough people that are going to say that's why it won't happen. Yeah. He, I still think. You still think he's going in the first round? I think he's going Now, but, you know, I was asked that question last week, and I said top 10. So there's no question he's falling. We'll see what else happens. There's still plenty of time between now and the draft, but um, just get the pick right. All right. Uh, King Paul, still do it. Wave NYC. Sure. Uh, congrats on being uh, Aaron Rodgers' neighbor now. Hogue, please crack an egg of knowledge on us. I've been trying all show, you know, and Karn just won't listen it's to been me. A tough, it's been a tough lift for you today. <laughs> Real tough lift over there. I like the Bears signing so far, but I'm worried about the lines. Please make it make sense why Poles is building this team from the outside in. Um, Good question, Waith. We have discussed it all day today, though. Yeah, uh, ten dollars through chat. Appreciate, it. but I really, I, I really think it's best player available. It is, and right now, unfortunately for the Bears, who no question need to improve the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, they got to do something there. And I think that that now goes to the draft. And I think that's why you're still going to have players cut. Yes, you're going to look in the draft, and then yeah. after the draft, you'll have one-year deal guys, and too. Maybe they'll make the Larry Tunzel trade. Nobody ever said when the offseason started that they were going to be able to fill every yeah. single hole. Two days into free agency, and we as Bears fans, myself included, want every hole filled before the draft starts. Yeah, walls don't come pre-built. They got to be built. You got to lay it brick on brick, Lawrence. <laughs> Let me try to uh, – no, I'm not going to – I, I think there's a couple things going on in both lines of scrimmages, but I, I want to let's see if I can articulate this in the way I always have it in my on my spreadsheet on my computer. But let's say the offensive line right now is Braxton Jones at left tackle, Nate Davis at left guard, Tevin Jenkins at right guard, and you're moving Cody Whitehair back to center. Yep. Okay. Now you have a hole at right tackle. Yep. But I think you theoretically have four starting level players there. With the possibility that Braxton Jones can make that next step to be a long-term starter, you know, with a high ceiling. If you have five, you have five starters on the offensive line, right? Obviously, there's five positions. I think to have a great O-line, you really have what amounts to six starters. Because one of those guys is worth a point and a half. He's a multiplier or a blue chip player is essentially like having two starters because it makes everybody else on the line better. That right now, I think is the argument for spending big on Orlando Brown, because I think he at that right tackle position, if he's willing to play there could really take the line to the next level. But I guess my point is right now, four out of the five spots could be filled. And I don't think it's that bad. I think it could be better if you can get a really good start at right tackle but I don't think it's a dire situation on the offensive line, especially when you have Lucas Patrick still kind of as your backup to both the center and guard positions. Um, so just something to keep in mind there. On the defensive line, it's sort of the same conversation, except to me you still have two giant holes. Some would argue three. But I think DeMarcus Walker and Justin Jones can be good starters if there's a multiplier next to him. So you still got to go out and find who that guy is. And you got to find that right end. So, yes, there's probably three big holes right now on the line of scrimmage that need to be filled. And I just think there's a level of patience everyone has to have because there's so many different avenues. Like some people have argued free agency was over before it even started today because technically it didn't start till 3 o'clock when the show started. 
I disagree with that completely. Ezekiel Elliott just got cut. Right. Like there's gonna guys, be more cuts. Guys, get Darius cut. Slade just got cut. People, Sam Mustafer is out the window. I love Sam. He just pulled a Braggs, which is like a no. He's right because I was gonna break that news and then he jumped me. But no, uh, our guy Kevin Fishbane put out a tweet of list of guys that um, we didn't that did not receive qualifying offers with the Bears. Sam Mustafer being one of them. Oh, Nikhil, I guess that's official. We knew that. Harry DeAndre Houston Carson. It's still news. We talked about that on the show. Sam Mustafer, he gone. I loved Sam Mustafer. I like talking to Sam Mustafer. Sam Mustafer was a great guy. Yeah, Bears fans, show Sam Mustafer some respect on his way out the door. That I guy's going to go be a great rotational player for someone. I refuse. Stephen Haynes, 15 pounds <laughs> sterling. Pounds sterling. By Six the way, million I, was... <coughs> don't be a Braggs. What I do? I was about to interrupt Hogan. I was about to be a Braggs, and that would have yeah, been how terrible. How many times have I interrupted you? You've yeah. actually been great today. You've been fantastic. Six million was fair money for a solid NFL starter from Stephen Haynes. If Poles doesn't want, if Poles doesn't value the position to that figure, then drafting a rookie is the way forward. A, a lot of responsibility now falls on Herbert's shoulders. Uh, yeah, I think that's another yes. Yes, and there's a lot of running backs Maybe in this draft. Will. If he had liked him, he would have paid him. We'll break him down as we get closer and closer to the draft, but I like it. Uh, uh, Buck for four bucks says, uh, y'all are hurting Tristan Ebner's feelings right now. He still exists. I'm not the one who signed Travis Homer. <laughs> Tristan Ebner, I, I, I had a moment of, of falling in love with, with Tristan, and maybe he can become a better Tristan, but when he was given an opportunity last year, <laughs> He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't seize the opportunity. I don't even know why that's funny, <laughs> but but I'll. I like Hogue laughing. He can be a bit. He's got to be a better Trustin. He does. Don't worry. This is. I got to be a better Carm. Little liquid death here. Hogue's been a perfect Hogue. Lawrence, that's actually something funny. Oh, you did. That's now let's good. see if I show it or not. Uh, here's Yosh. <laughs> Goodbye, Rogers. I'll miss you, Monty. Hello, 2023 season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Nathan Johnson. Will we miss a generational talent in Bijan Robinson? I don't know. Maybe they'll draft him. I don't think so. That's true. They're uh, going to trade down, get first-round picks, and they're going to draft Bijan Robinson. Now, that would... If they draft Bijan Robinson at ninth, that would be a good example for you to use that they're, that Ryan Pulse's actions don't match his words. Because yes. that would be the equivalent of like spending a hundred million dollars on a non-premium position. No, but right. I, I'm saying they're yeah. going to. I'm saying they're going to trade from nine to twenty, and I then I would be interested in that. I think once you get to twenty, all positions are on the table. Right. I like good players. I like people who can run really fast. All right. I speaking like of the draft, can, yeah. Melbourne Bartholomew four ninety nine. He says. Uh, I love him on Twitter. Bears can see who would want the top quarter corner back at nine, like the Ravens or Steelers. Maybe trade down with them. That's possible, Bartholomew. Where the hell's the Duke today, by the way? Maybe he thought the show was at noon. Unacceptable. I miss the Duke. I love the Duke. That's a great point. We are on at three. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Uh, this is from earlier from Isaac. Duke Island closes at 2.30. Duke Island hey, is... It's drinks time on the island. I he is on the beach at Duke Island having a nice... It's time trying to get through the show right now. I wish this water I was drinking was actually yes. beer. Pina uh, colada. 
Five bucks from Isaac. Carmen is, it's like uh, Mitch fans loved him, but he wasn't worth re-signing. That's in regards to the David Montgomery argument that's circled around for about 20 minutes on the show earlier. Uh, thank you, Isaac. Let's not even hear from Carm about that, right? Let's keep moving on. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Did I just get compared to Trubisky? That's good that yeah, he doesn't know. Is this uh, what you slack, Lawrence? Shower yes. beer. Yeah, I want to see that too. It's shower funny. beer, five dollars. <laughs> uh, Bears brought in an OC and multiple players to play zone scheme. Why throw that away for the least athletic offensive tackle in Orlando Brown Jr. Media narrative, not reality. They haven't done it yet, shower bear. So maybe you're yeah. right. I need a shower beer after this show. Shower beer, excuse me. Shower bear. <laughs> shower beer. Shower bear. Shower beers are great. Our big shower beer guy. Are you really? Yeah, why not? Where do you put the beer? On the the shelf. Anyways, how do you not know that? That's like the weirdest thing you've ever said of all the weird things you've said. Who drinks a beer in the shower? Anyone who wants to take a shower and have a beer. Like Tom Zach for $10. We invested. (laughs) What do you think I do when I wake up every morning? Right in there, huh? (laughs) We invested in defense too much already. Find O-lineman to protect biggest asset, Justin Fields. Watch the Chiefs, the gold standard. They keep upgrading at O-line. Copy them in 2023 offense wins championships. I mean, there's other extracurricular activities that I would do in the shower, but I wouldn't be okay. drinking a beer. All right. Okay, that's, that's speaking of that, did you see that Dan Orlovsky <laughs> said he doesn't wash his uh, towels okay. after like 30 showers? That's yeah, like, I'm with Dan. How many times? I don't know if 30. it reaches 30, but I, you're clean. I, 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 I'm with you on that. I, I think it's at least. Yeah, I don't think it's 30. That's like going over a month without washing. That's your ridiculous. Towels. 30. I'm probably every two weeks. Smell test. You guys are crazy. Who, you can tell when you need to wash it. This is not a rocket science. Smell it out. Good Don't job. We shower our towels once a week, or wash our towels once a week. I think that's reasonable. I just was not expecting Mike Tomczak to join the show. By today. we, I mean Jenny. <laughs> yeah, if you were by yourself, that's not what would happen. And I just buy new towels. <laughs> and let's see here. Uh, all right. By our, the way, I love a good new towel. Yeah. It's kind of like getting new socks. It just feels so comfortable. All right, we got to end the show. We're yes, Brad's we really towels. do. Uh, Wicktown, four ninety nine. This just came through. I think polls builds through the draft with skills positions, but buying depth and blue chip players if available for the right price. It's interesting that we've just been sitting here all day, by the way, and nothing's happened and nobody's surprised. It's sad because the Jacksonville guy on Twitter that apparently has connect connections. Oh got me all God. excited. If one more person references a random person on Twitter. That's oh my what God. this. I didn't have information. I'm going to lose my It's the mind. most wonderful time of the year, it's ho. It's not. Rise and shine. It's Rise not. and shine, Jacksonville guy. It's on not. Twitter. Because I don't want to be at my son's basketball practice and have our general manager <laughs> threaten to Nightmare. do an emergency podcast <laughs> over fake news. Yeah. Hey, that, was, <laughs> that was ridiculous. I, I mean, Happens I went into, a literal, us, went into a no. literal panic for 30 seconds. I loved it. Um, <laughs> our right. GM is dialed in, baby. He wanted yeah, Orlando really Brown. really dialed in when you're just naming off random people on Twitter saying things. Uh, speaking <laughs> of people on Twitter, though, uh, this is from Johnny Rampage in the chat. He's Jage Brick. Uh, brick by Brick. So he sent this yesterday, this photo of you guys. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just a beautiful thing to see. I mean, look the at Legos. you guys. I'm just a little concerned about what I'm wearing. I'm assuming I'm the guy in the middle with the glasses. Correct. The tuxedo so from, on. From, <laughs> for those of you watching on YouTube from left to right, we've got, that's Braggs in his hard hat. Yeah, hard hat and the Bears shirt. Carm, of course, with has gray hair. The gray hair. <laughs> uh, that's Adam in the middle. 
I assume uh, that's Will with the beanie. Uh, no, that is, that's Nick. That's Nick. Yes. Really? But Will's the I one. I know, that's true. Will doesn't <laughs> always wear the beanies, but that's Will on the far right with the uh, Because Will's hair. got, the, he tried to do the beard yeah. for Will. And now. Nick's probably bubble. is the one that's the toughest to one match of, up with. One of, almost completely just knocked his drink off. Would have been yeah. great. One of my uh, friends mentioned in response to that, where was the one of Lawrence? And I, of course, said something too. But so he chimed in today for four ninety nine. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, he said, "Guy, as in me, I made the Lego figs. Uh, Lawrence, I'm on my way home from work, and we'll make you one tonight. Got you guys. Hashtag brick by brick. Hashtag Carm rules. First of all, love the effort. Do you though? Because here's his other super chat. Also, the entire crew gave me some love for the figs, except for Adam. Kind of broke my heart. He, he, this is Hollywood Hogue. Yeah, Hollywood uh-huh. Hogue's gonna big time. He big times us, and we work with him. Hit the like button if you think Hogue was wrong for not giving love on Twitter. First of all, you guys just stole my thunder because the whole thing was I was going to do it right here on the show, which I felt oh. like is way better than Twitter. Oh, okay. Okay, the, the single shot is yours. Johnny, it's awesome. First of all, I love Legos. I think there should be a whole Lego movie just based on our characters that you created. And I appreciate the gesture. It was really awesome. Yes, Carm. Get out of the shot, Carm. <laughs> what do you got there, buddy? Uh, Great job. That was really Johnny. Cool. That was awesome. Johnny. And you don't have I'll give you love here. I'll give you love there. One. I didn't want to wait to give you love. I hate Johnny. that Twitter's becoming like when you had you like when you were dating somebody and it didn't really you weren't really boyfriend girlfriend until it's Facebook official. Yeah. It's like I could do credit anywhere. Why does it gotta be on Twitter? Well, maybe he was Because Twitter's watching. the best. Just listen to Vanilla Twitter's Jill, such a Hollywood move. It's the best. Uh, I don't know if we want to address this, but Kenny <sighs> says, uh, why is no one talking about Darnell Wright, best right tackle in the draft? And I feel like I haven't seen anyone talking about him as an option at nine. Carm? I'm going to be honest, Kenny. I, Darnell, I got I to gotta try not to be a first impressions guy, but sometimes I am in the draft. And Darnell Wright had a couple reps at the Senior Bowl in practices where I wrote down in my notes, don't like him. I don't know if that's what I literally wrote, but you blasted Darnell right to your notepad, and that's all I need to know and, that that's. And, and now I, my own brain is struggling to get over that, so I will circle back. I'll try to watch more. I do know that he was one of the few guys that shut down Will Anderson, and the tape matters. And so that Alabama tape is probably going to get him drafted in the first round, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if it's at number nine though. No one's got him there, Kenny. So maybe you'll be proven to be a genius. But there's a you know there's three names that are going to go ahead of him, judging by everything. So I I I don't I don't know what to tell you. But maybe you'll be the maybe you will be proven to be the draft expert on Darnell Wright three years from now. All right, we're ending here. This was sent on Twitter. It's a great way to end. <laughs> this is, I mean, we just this is hug. And for those of you listening to the pod, it's uh it's the meme of the worker from Popeye sitting outside the store with her her basically her head down completely just, gassed yes yeah, and it says this is Adam Hogue trying to provide actual analysis on the CHGO bear show while <laughs> plowing through some noise plowing through the noise from the Carm and Braggs you look at what happens I get dragged down with Carm yeah because of did. his foolishness don't I was an innocent bystander brick by brick shirts it's a, Today you kind of were an innocent bystander. You, you, Thank you, Adam. I apologize. Monday, I my back. Monday I wanted to Listen. slightly 
murder you. Well, the way that Monday was you, just such a whirlwind day. You can't blame me for being you you either know, off kilter. You throw the shirt at me. I'm not expecting it. Twitter's blowing up. The shirt is great. Get the shirt. Brick by brick. We're building this thing up. I bought mine today. Special things going on in this city. I did. Why'd you wait till today? I I, bought mine Monday night. No, I waited. I had to to process my hurt that Braggs has a shirt and I don't. And then (laughs) then I got through it, just like Jalen Carter hopefully will at some point, and I I bought my shirt. By the way, you're either riding with me or you're not. If I... (laughs) What does that mean? I mean... You can't go running away when when we get thrown in together and say, "Well, Karen was the man." Today. Like you, we're this is you know, it's it's me and you versus hope. You're right, I got your back. Thank I'm you. With you. Don't, don't don't go running away. Just jump on team. We're a Karen. team. Jake, all caps in our. Anybody slack. that wants, I'm sorry. I, you don't have to apologize, no, Jake. He does have to apologize. Anybody no, not that to me. wants that, not Karm, to me, brother. That anybody was... that wants that karm has to go through me. That's what I'm talking about. Let's. You know. Why does Kurt say I'm an only child? What does that mean? I'm not. I have a little sister. I'm a great big brother, by the way. When we know, end the uh, show, let's end the show when now. When we end the show, say? Darius Slay and Orlando Brown you are going to sign with the Bears, and we're going to be right back here. No, we're, we're not. not going anywhere. I would just like to say I love everybody on this show. I love everybody in the chat. Thank you for being with us this week. It's been a killer week. We got more. Coming your way tomorrow. We got a big press conference. Ryan Poles is going to talk. DJ Moore is going to. DJ Moore is a freaking bear. How about that? Let's go. It's official. He is going to talk tomorrow. <laughs> all these free agents are going to talk tomorrow. And uh, we're going to have all the coverage for you. What time is the show tomorrow? I don't know right now. Three o'clock. We, we moved it to three, but now I kind of want it to be back at noon. Because well, the press conference is earlier than we thought. Nine other shows have been put between 1030 and one. So I don't think we can go until three. So we'll have to talk to upper management. Stay tuned to Twitter for well, more information well, on one of the, the upper management. Kevin K duck head of content. Yeah. Is the reason that. Yeah. I've his heard. Show moved up. Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. my daughter's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. okay. The bears traded the number one pick and signed 700 players. <laughs> Gary Ross. I, I might. Gary be- Ross is nope. tweeting. Nope. He doesn't. Nope. That sounds like Slay. Gary Ross is our guy. I, he says, sounds like Slay is about to sign. And Jennifer Slay put eye emojis on Twitter. Keep on the lookout for Darius Slay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so he could be signing with any of 32 teams? Correct. With the Bears. Bears. Future Bear. Every player is a future Bear. Darius Slay's going to be a Bear. $1.99 from Crystal. I miss the show, but love you all. We love your life, but you. You are stuck with us. We we'll love, never forget the way you we the brilliant.